Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is July 30th, 2021. This is episode number nine of our show. You know, every time I say that, I think to myself, like, how long should I keep that going? Saying the number of episodes. Like, am I still going to be saying this years from now? Like, this is episode number 874 of our show. This is episode number 1275 of our show. How long should I keep that going? I guess I'll find out. We'll see when I get sick of doing it. I do like the idea that they are they are cataloged in that way. I do have in my mind like the exact number of episodes of Politics After Dark that I did or the exact number of episodes of Domestic Melodies that I did. I have them all meticulously categorized and cataloged because I'm that guy. It's one of the things I enjoy doing. And uh, I should also mention, I'm the sound engineer on this program, in, in addition to the other hats that I wear. If it sounds like a jet airplane is uh, flying overhead, well, that's because I live right near Dulles Airports and from Dulles Airport, and from time to time I do have jet airplanes uh, flying overhead. When I tell people where I live, uh, which is not too far from one of the biggest airports in the country, um, they say, well, aren't you annoyed by the sound of planes flying overhead? And I say, not really that much, uh, because they have done an excellent job. They, the, the people who make the routes that the planes fly, to me, have done a pretty good job of like directing them not to fly through residential areas. I, I have realized this on more than one occasion. I'm like, if I'm on a hike through a nearby forest or something, I'll hear the planes going overhead, like descend the planes those ways and not over the heads of uh, residence, residential areas. Or maybe I'm just not paying attention. Maybe this is all just in my mind. They're actually sending the planes over my head. They're not, I'm not uh, paying attention to them. It doesn't seem to be that uh, bothersome to me. And welcome, everyone. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes where there's not really a topic going into it. And these are my favorite days. These is, this is just a, a week in review. It's kind of the way that I start off math class. Remember, the name of the show is Math and Musings. I don't that often speak about math. It's mostly just, well, I get going on a tangent, and then, you know, I realize 15 minutes has gone by. School kind of works the same way, and I always tell my students, like, our classes are an hour and a half. Like, look, I could talk the whole hour and a half, whether about math or about something else. It's more fun if other people engage, but I could just keep the monologue going for however long we are sitting here. It's no trouble. Don't think that if, if you're not uh, volunteering information that you're just going to be able to sit there. I will talk at you for the whole hour and a half. I'll talk at you for 15 minutes here. It's what I enjoy doing. Most days I start off class, especially the, like the first period of the day, something like, uh, did anyone do anything interesting or unusual? I would say interesting or unusual, either last night or over the weekend, that they feel like sharing. And I preface this by saying my threshold for what I consider interesting or unusual is pretty low. It's tough to get teenagers to talk. 
sometimes they want to tell you about something. I'm, I'm all ears. I'll listen to any silly ramblings they have because, uh, well, I'm, I want them to feel comfortable sharing and uh, I'll make it interesting. I'll ask a follow-up question to make it interesting uh, without being too probing. More on that later. I have uh, enjoyed watching several things on TV. This is like a follow-up to uh, last week. When uh, I was discussing uh, programs on last week's show, I, I mentioned two musical ones. One, Summer of Soul, the movie, and then the uh, documentary series on Paul McCartney. And I saw advertised uh, a couple of others. Uh, one, there was a special on... There, there is uh, a special on the Bee Gees. Uh, it's on HBO Max. I want to say the date on it is 2020, so it's not, like, brand new, uh, but it was new to me. And the Bee Gees are, are one of those bands that... Well, is there anybody really that hates the Bee Gees? I mean, if, like, if this isn't 1979, but it was popular to do so. Uh, like, if you've turned on a radio in the last 40 years, 50 years, maybe... Um, like, yeah, you've heard the Bee Gees. You, you're familiar with their very famous songs, and like, you're, you're gonna you're gonna nod your head a little bit, even if you don't think of yourself as a as a disco fan or, or any of the major hits that they had pre disco. You've heard them before. You you probably like it, and like as much the thing that I say is like as much as anybody else. Like, if someone were to say, "Are you a fan of the Bee Gees?" Well, as much as anybody else. I mean, I do own a radio. It's just kind of hard to ignore. After watching this documentary, uh, which is called How Deep Is Your Love, uh, I'm a much bigger fan of the Bee Gees. There were a lot of holes in the story that, that I didn't know. And uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it's, it's an interesting story that the, the brothers Gibbs started young and, uh, you know, we're all millionaires when they were teenagers. And um, they've kept it going. There's just one brother left. Barry's still around, still still performing, still writing songs. Like, they wrote songs for other people, too, of course. And uh, really, well, made, made a lot of money and became famous and made a lot of people happy with their talents. But, of course, there's uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of setbacks and sadness and heartbreak along the way too. That's every major act has that, and every, like every every person and every organization that does something big, like they're going to have their detractors. So it wasn't a totally uh, smooth ride. But it was interesting to hear the story, and of, of course, it, it made me want to listen to more of their music. So I watched Saturday Night Fever. Let's say the following night, the John Travolta movie. Right? I forget how cringingly bad and just awful that movie is. Don't get me wrong, the music is great. The dance scenes are great. The costumes are great. But the actual plot of the movie, if you could call it that, and, and the language with our 21st century sensibilities, like you, you can't get past uh, certain words that come up and the, the themes in the, in the movie, people always yelling at each other or doing each other harm in one way or another. I don't even want to get into it too much because this, this should be a family-friendly show. But 
I don't know if it was more acceptable or, or like they were the producers in the movie were really trying to do something raw when they made this movie. But I just I can't watch it now. Music is great though. Music is great, and the costumes and, and the dance scenes are great. Uh, but it's it's tough to watch with twenty first century sensibilities, and that's what I found having not watched the movie in several years. That's what I found watching it uh, the other day thing that I did enjoy watching, and this is when I saw the the first episode of Ted Lasso dropped last week. If you're listening to this on Friday, new episode out today. When you're flipping around the Apple TV, the thing you'll see advertised is a documentary by and about Bruce Springsteen. And Bruce is in every scene. Like, he's definitely, like, this is his baby. It's called Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You. And it is uh, was accompanied his Letter to You album, which came out at the end of last year, I want to say like October 2020. It was recorded pre-COVID. And it you know, was released uh, subsequent to that. But you see like the guys in the E Street Band and you know, his, his buddies uh, getting together like it's, uh, you know, where, where's everybody's mask? You're watching it now. We're like, oh yeah, this was this was pre-COVID, and it talks about his uh, creation of music and how he has been communicating with his audiences and and everyone over the past fifty years or more, and the the changes that he's gone through. They show some archival footage, and it's really great to hear Bruce talk. Bruce Springsteen's another one of those artists that like the Bee Gees. It's like, well, yeah, I I like Bruce Springsteen as much as anybody else. I mean, I, I own a radio, obviously, I know his major hits. I don't know all the the deep cuts of Bruce Springsteen. Um, it's not that I dislike his music. It's like, well, you, you have only so much time to be an expert on on everybody's music. Like Sinatra, I'm an expert. Bruce Springsteen, I know his major hits. They're both from New Jersey. That, that's about what I know. Um, but, uh, of course, I'm going to be I'm listening to more Springsteen now because listening to, or watching that documentary made me appreciate the man and his music even more. And he says it's just this this drive, this need to communicate. He needs to communicate, and he does that through his music. And obviously, he's a, you know one of the great practitioners of such. Speaking of great practitioners, everybody at the Olympics, every single person there is at the top of their games. And I've enjoyed watching the Olympics. Of course, the biggest story is who's not competing. Um, Simone Biles, and by the time uh, this airs, well, maybe she's you know, joined some events, either, you know, team were all around and, um, this is all for naught, but I, I haven't seen her compete yet. And she's gotten a lot of, a lot of flack for this, uh, her detractors. And to which I would say, I mean, what, what does Simone Biles owe you? You who are sitting on this, on your couch, like she, you're mad that she's, she's not competing. Like what, what does she owe you? Um, it, it's unusual. Sure. But, I mean, it, this we do not live in a totalitarian state, you know, where someone's coming to her and say, you, you must compete, comrade. You must compete in an Olympic game for glory of nation. It's not like that. Um, it's, we've got other people on the team. We've got a deep bench. And uh, we're showing that off now. And uh, I hope she's able to compete just uh, for her sake. And, uh, and, you know, those of us who in- enjoy watching people who are really good at doing uh, amazing things in their sport. Uh, I always appreciate watching such. I'm happy to see that uh, our basketball team, 
which should dominate everybody, is, has a, a bounce back win, a rebound win, if you will. He's at basketball fun. Rebound win over, I think it was Iran. After they dropped the game to France uh, earlier in the week, their next game, if you're listening to this Friday, I think it's, it would be the next day. I think they've got a game Saturday against the Czech Republic. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, right the ship and still be in uh, contention to, to take home the gold because that's what I expect from our basketballers. I've sort of gotten in the habit of uh, seeing that the past, well, it's almost 30 years now since the original Dream Team. When we decided that, well, we wanted to win every time. So we're, we are going to send our best players. In our uh, final two minutes here, I, I will introduce a few more topics. I've got some interesting things going on, and all of these subjects are worthy of entire episodes, and you will hear them the next few weeks. Uh, today's Friday, June, July 30th. It's the last day of summer school for me. I'm going to speak about my summer school experiences. It was, it was, it was an experience. It was a little bit different from uh, regular school and I tried to do, and, and we tried to do, like teachers talked about this, like how we were going to make it a little bit different um, and how we might use some of those tactics during the regular school year in the regular classroom. I'll speak more about that in a future episode. Uh, I'm also um, heading back to the home country. I'm, I'm going back to Binghamton this week. I haven't been in a while. I haven't been to Binghamton two and a half years. It's the longest stretch I've ever made Without going back to the home country, I'll, I'll be interested to uh, see what up there and um, report from the road upon my experiences. I've also uh, I've also picked up. You know, I tried that. Uh, I saw it advertised during Olympics. I, I picked up. I did pick up that Reese's uh, Peanut Butter Lovers um, uh, creation that they've got. And, and, and in a way, it's like you know if. The outside is peanut butter also. Like, is, is that an insult to chocolate? That you've got peanut butter on the inside, peanut butter on the outside. To me, like, a, a Reese's cup is, well, the beautiful marriage of chocolate and peanut butter. If I make it all peanut butter, is that an insult to chocolate? I don't know. Something for you to think about the next uh, 168 hours. Uh, between the close of this program and the beginning of next, I remind you, you've been listening to Math and Musings. Math and Musings is presented by Michael O'Connell. That's me. For more information or contact, go to michaelconnelljr.com.